no escaping this. Motherfucking Minority Sports Report. I'm your boy, Big Black. (laughs) Yeah, shit, that was a mouthful, my guy. Holy crap. You know, I'm doing my part. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a mask when I go out when I work. Yep. Wear some gloves. Wear a mask. If you ain't got a mask, put a t-shirt on. Put a bandana. Do something. Cover your goddamn mouth. Looking like a low-ranking Yakuza out there. The low-ranking Yakuza. <laughs> go, sh- go shine my shoes. Oh, <laughs> Hold on, I gotta get some drink in me. Ah, uh, all right. This is gonna be a ridiculously short episode because there's not a lot of shit going on in the. Hey. What? Fox replayed uh, the Super Bowl 45 today. Ooh. Yeah. The one Big Ben lost to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I remember no one watching that one. I remember that having really, really low ratings. I mean, you know, it was. It was fine. I watched probably like the last half of the third quarter and the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> even even like back then, it was I'm like, oh man, headshot, oh headshot. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, dog. It was totally different, man. Yeah. It's totally like, I'd different. Be like, I was like watching plays. I was like, that'd be a flag. That'd be a flag. <laughs> yeah, man. That shit's fucking real, real deal. Holyfield. Oh, excuse me. But yeah. We don't, uh, there's not a lot of sports happening. We're not digging for shit because uh, there's not a lot of shit going on. So, like I said, I mean, I did, see a, I did see a video of a dog playing beach volleyball. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> which, which always invokes my, uh, my favorite clause in all sports, which is the Airbud clause of sports. Which is simply, ain't no rule the dog can't play basketball. Ain't no rule the dog can't play. And this is why <laughs> this is going to be a short episode. Because we're talking about <laughs> air budding. We're reaching. We're reaching. But we have some some solid shit. Uh, mostly solid shit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. So the uh, uh, this uh, National Basketball yeah. Association is uh, working on some kind of televised horse competition on, uh, I don't know. I mean, sports in 
<laughs> yeah, right. This is. I don't know. Niggas is desperate. Who doesn't want to watch athletes play horse? Like from remote cameras in their like mansions where they're like, okay, well, thirty feet, and like nobody's gonna want to see that. Yeah, I don't. Honestly, I was even thinking it would be in an arena with less than, you know, everyone spaced out because, you know, if everyone tests negative for coronavirus, you can fit you can fit ten players in a camera crew, you know. And in, in, oh no, in they're arena. talking about like the players would do it from their home gym and like via Zoom. Oh, so I, okay, I, I thought you were joking. All right, I I, did, I missed oh, that no. part. So, like that's like. <laughs> Because, you know, like, uh, oh, that way everybody's still social distancing, but it'd be essentially like, it's like, okay, it's me, Steph Curry, and my home, g-, you know, because they all, I'm assuming all of them have. Oh, yeah, yeah. All basketball. of them have some kind of court. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm, you know, 10 feet off of the three-point line backwards or whatever, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, you cut to, you know, fucking... Giannis's house, and Giannis is like, "Okay, I'll try." Right, but it's still like, you know, this is just cancel the season, just do it. It's fine. Yeah, like we all understand. But uh, niggas it's need sports. Just, I need sports, but I'm not going to watch a fucking game of horse. You're not going to watch it. Shocker. It's uh, uh, Donald Trump needs sports really bad right now. <laughs> I mean, he wants them back by August. He wants yeah. them all being played by August, which, like, unless something crazy happens in the next couple of months, there's no fucking way that's going to happen. Oh, no, for sure. There's no, 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 no way. We might be, like, at the point where it's, like, we can play in empty stadiums, you know? Yeah. Like, by that, you know, the players are rich enough and whatever. The league has enough money that they can get their players tested. They aren't like, you know, the rest of us. Right. Or a tiger at the fucking Bronx Zoo. <laughs> uh. Yeah, tigers at the Bronx Zoo are getting tested before actual human beings. Jesus Christ. Uh so, yeah, yeah, I think uh, if the NBA just flat out cancels their season, I think that's that's when the dominoes are going to start falling. Because a, no matter what, we're looking at a short season for baseball. Um, you know, if it was supposed to start on Monday, right? <laughs> I mean, that's that's true. Uh, that's if we get baseball. Yeah. So no, no matter what happens now, we are going to have a, a shortened season. Um, like, when are you going to play the fucking NBA and NHL game? When are you going to find time? Right. It's a lost cause. Just take the L like everybody else is doing and come back next year. But they're not making all the money. Oh, I know. Nobody's making all the money. Yeah, but they could... 
Like, I wish we were declared non-essential so we could just be at home right now and fucking keep my stress down. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Both of us are considered essential workers here in Colorado. Uh, me working in the pot industry, as you old timers call it, and Julian working in the liquor industry. We are still working. Our lives have not changed much. I mean, we don't go out as much, but that's about it. So Yeah, uh, I haven't seen anybody I want to fucking see in like a month. Exactly, wow. right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny when you say it like that. Yeah, I'm still seeing people, but it's not people I want to like see or hang out with. <laughs> you know, yeah, absolutely. Don't get it twisted. Like, I'm glad I'm still working, you know. We're just letting you guys know we're not on quarantine. We're out here dealing with the oh. public, being smart, being safe, and still doing a podcast, baby. Woo! Yeah, but I'm just saying, we ain't going to get those Instagram thank yous like uh, fucking grocery workers are. <laughs> oh, no. Hell no. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Well, Shit. Yeah, so I, I'm a, I just say take the L, cancel the season. Although... Here's a weird statistic I learned today. Um, 1917, uh, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs win the Stanley Cup. Uh, 1918, no Stanley Cup. Uh, uh, 1993, the Toronto Blue Jays win the World Series. 1994, strike shortened season, no, no World Series. 2019, Toronto Raptors win the NBA Finals. Ooh. No NBA finals. Ooh. Toronto's a fucking... We can't have Toronto winning shit no more, world. <laughs> fuck. That's actually pretty crazy. I was like, where the fuck is he going with this? And you hit yeah, hard, no, brother. It's a, it's a weird coincidence. <laughs> no, that is crazy as shit. And, you know, 1917, 1918, for those of you guys who are also history buffs, was uh Epidemic. Uh, what was it called? The Spanish flu? Yep, it was the Spanish flu. So, yeah, there's take that home, too. Which is pretty racist, okay, right? if you think about it. Right? Yep. Because it's yeah, like, no, a- if that happened now, <laughs> we'd be calling it the Chinese flu. I mean, some people are calling it that, which is fucked up. But, yeah, a little bit of history and perspective there. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, you know, what will be better is that horse competition from everybody's home gyms because that shit's going to be tight. Can you just imagine? (laughs) Can you just imagine? Right. So this is ESPN putting this together with the uh, with NBA. So you cut to certain people's gyms and they got Drake playing or fucking YG or Nipsey Hussle. And it's like nigga this and nigga that and all their boys are there talking shit. It'll be fucking lit. I'm kidding. I hope their boys aren't there. I'm kidding. I know. <laughs> That's not good social distance. I know. <laughs> it's Unless a, they all quarantine together, which I approve of. Yeah, it's it's uh it's stupid period. That's that was the whole point I was making. It's no, I, I know what you're talking about though. I I would I would love to I'm a, I'm a fan of playing in an empty stadium. Or how about this? You play in an empty stadium, but each team gets one fan that they're the, who wins the lottery. <laughs> and 
because that one bit, the players will hear everything you have to say. <laughs> even, hell yeah, even from the nosebleeds, yo. <laughs> you suck! <laughs> no! Shut up! <laughs> uh, yo, that's funny because you can totally, you can social, social distance, you can even have two fans from each team and still be fine. Uh, yeah, no, I think that would be great. Like, if you played, okay, and then they have a lottery, you know. Or fan, or, you know, a fan per section. Yeah. One fan, one fan per section. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a beer. I'll be back. <laughs> Watch my jacket. What? I'm leaving my jacket here. Nobody... Uh, <laughs> <sighs> oh, fuck. oh god we gotta move this along we gotta move this along um more <laughs> more importantly more important nba news i should say uh the class of 2020 has been announced in springfield massachusetts um basketball hall of fame uh, there's nine motherfuckers, and it is stacked. Yeah, it's everybody. <laughs> it is stacked. All right, y'all well, ready? Oh, huh? Well, you got Kobe. Kobe's going in. You got Tim Duncan. Yeah. You got Kevin Garnett. That's just the top three. Right. Stacked. And like, what is it? Eddie Sutton. Eddie Sutton, Coach of the uh, Year, National Coach of the Year. Yeah. Fucking, uh, I don't know who this is. I'm not even going to lie. Rudy. Yeah, there's, there's some executives and stuff who I don't know. But still, I mean, you have Tim Duncan, Colby Bryant, and Kevin Garnett all going in fucking at the same time. Yeah. That's, you know, that's good. I mean, those are three three of the greatest players to ever play the game. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, Tim Duncan might be the most underrated player of all time. At least in our lifetime. Yeah, I mean, he's what? Got like five, six championships? Yeah, in our lifetime, yeah. He's absolutely the most underrated because no one, we never, ever, ever have him in that conversation with, oh, yeah, he's got the most, you know, championships. But it's like, bro, he's, hold on, I'm seeing, let's see here. He do, 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 15 time NBA All Star, Tim Duncan, uh, eight time All Defensive First Team. Five-time NBA champion with the Spurs and fucking three finals MVPs. He was named MVP uh, in 2012, 2002, 2003. So two years in a row he was MVP. And in 98, he won Rookie of the Year. What the fuck, dog? Okay, yeah, Tim Duncan has as many NBA championships as Kobe Bryant. Bro, and he got Rookie of the Year. Just like... Kobe Bryant? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Tim Duncan's never been accused of rape. No, no. Oh, no, no. It was the opposite for Tim Duncan. He was the one being abused in his relationship. I remember that shit. Oh, yeah. He got cheated on. He broke up with his wife because she yeah. cheated on him. Yeah, dog. She was... <laughs> Whew. Because <laughs> Tim Duncan is a gigantic nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so crazy. <laughs> oh, 
Off a five-time NBA championship, but my wife cheated on me. <laughs> yeah, dog, it's so crazy, what? right? What? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta. I'm I, a very faithful guy. <laughs> yeah, I never slept with anybody on the road. Maybe she didn't like that. I don't know. But bro, it's uh, we have Kevin Garnett, 15-time NBA All Star. 2008 NBA champions with the Boston motherfucking Celtics. Uh, Nine-time. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Nine-time all-defensive first team. Uh, Led the league in rebounds for four seasons in a row, 2004 to 2007, and defensive player of the year in 2008. He also led the league in points uh, in 2004, and he got the MVP. Oh, wait, he led the league in total points, field goals made, and rebounds, and earned the MVP <laughs> in 2004. That shit is wild as fuck, bro. Wild as fuck. And then, obviously, we have Kobe uh, Bryant. Yeah, you know, Kobe. And five-time champion. Yeah. Fifteen-time NBA All-Star. Three, uh, no, or eight, eighteen-time All-Star. Eighteen, yeah. Eighteen-time All-Star. Beast. Uh most points. The Los Angeles. 2018 MVP, finals MVP twice. Uh, he famously scored the second most points in a single game, 81, and led the NBA in total points in four seasons. He yeah. ranks fourth on NBA's career totals with 33,643 points. Nine-time NBA all-defensive first team. And uh, gold medalist in 2008 and 2012. And Garnett got the gold medal in 2000. (laughs) Crazy. That's some shit right there. Those, man, those three dudes combined, like you said, it's arguably some of the greatest players that have ever played basketball. Um, in, in, in Certainly America. the greatest players of their era. Oh, yeah. No question. And then, which is our lifetime, essentially. Okay, no, that's not true because we had Jordan and shit, but for when we cared I about mean, we, sports. Like, yeah, like Jordan was our childhood. Colby, Tim Duncan, and like Kevin Garnett were our, like teens, and LeBron is like our 20s. Yeah, like when we were coming into our, you know, our own quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. That's some good shit there. Some good shit there. Um, rest in peace, Kobe. And uh, yeah, beastly players, all three of these dudes. There's a. Uh, who wasn't expecting this, honestly? I don't know. But that's what it comes down to. 2020 is going down. I wonder how they're going to do it this year. They're just going to. I know. That's going to be weird as fuck, too. Maybe like. I don't even fucking know. Just have like videotape like memorials. Yeah, I don't know. Have people videotape their. Man, that's going to look so bad though. Fucking. One thing I've realized like this whole thing is like media professionals have no fucking media equipment in their home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, how are the YouTubers that I watch fucking better at like making a video than fucking Seth Meyers? Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it's because it's honestly, it's because the YouTubers have to know everything. 
you know. Um, That's true. They have to set up their own things, and they have to. Yeah, they have to know everything, just like me in this podcast. You, you guys, we have to know everything to do this shit. It takes a lot of fucking work. Versus, you know, not saying that these guys don't work hard, but when it's your job to show up and read a teleprompter, you know, or whatever. But anywho, I'm just looking at different classes, Hall of Fame. And 2009 is like the only one that's like fucking crazy. Oh, is that the one with like uh, Jordan? Yeah. It's got Jordan, David Robinson, John Stockton, Jerry Sloan, and C. Vivian Stringer, who's a coach. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty stacked. Yeah, like that's, that's equally. And that was uh, 2009. Let's see, 87. See, that's a little bit before our time. What is it? You have to be out of the league for like 10 years? I think it's five or something like that. I'm not sure. Uh, Toby was only out of the league for five years. Yeah, dog. We we were doing this podcast and he was still playing. That's true. Like he dropped 81 while we were doing this podcast. (laughs) That's true. I I forget how bad the last few years of Kobe's like how bad the Lakers were those last Oh, yeah, years. the Lakers were fucking terrible, man. Oh, class 2016 has some pretty... So you got Allen Iverson, Iverson, Yao Ming, Shaq, uh, Cheryl Swoops, Tom Izzo. Like, that's pretty crazy. That's a pretty... That's pretty good. So, yeah, realistically, though, just looking at the top ranked on this one website on uh, CBS Sports here... Just looking at their top ranked classes, I'm like, 2020 stacks up with the rest of them with just three motherfuckers, so. Yeah, I mean, I like, I mean, all three of those guys won championships. Like, John Stockton never won a championship. No, no, he didn't, but fuck, he was, yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, it's hard with those guys because. They were in the era of Jordan, just like a lot of these dudes are in the era of LeBron. There's a lot of dudes that didn't win when LeBron was winning in Miami and then fucking took it back to fucking Cleveland, you know? Like, there was a lot of niggas that wasn't winning, but it wasn't... That's true. It was just as bad, you know? So it's like, yeah, John Stockton never won, and it wasn't because he wasn't great. He just happened to play with one of the greatest athletes on the planet ever you know it's like you can't Uh can't pick that shit you you know sorry dog but uh yeah hall of fame baby we're going down in hall of fame history for the minority sports report hall of fame which i just made up right now we're going in (laughs) it we're in there we're in there we're headlining but we gotta pay a fee though it's a six thousand (laughs) dollar fee to get in Ooh, I can't pay that. I can't pay that. But uh, you know who can pay it, though? Scame. <laughs> Scame can pay that yeah, shit. Yeah, let's hear what came. <laughs> All right. Let's take a listen to Scam called. <laughs> Was that six Gs, nigga? Ooh, virtual races. Virtual races, indeed. Eve room. Eve room. <laughs> Yo, nigga, what up? What's going on, bro? Nothing. It's putting together a, uh, a fucking, uh, what is it called? Baby stroller. Yeah. Stroller. 
stroller. Yeah, it's like stroller car seat, booster seat, weird all-in-one kind of shit. Shit, nigga, the shit look like a racing harness. I was like, wow, this is crazy. The NASCAR stroller. For real, dog, it's fucking insane. Gonna slap some sponsorship uh, sponsorship stickers on that. <laughs> Sponsored by Scheme. Your uncle. Scheme and Light Shade. Uncle Scheme and Light Shade. <laughs> That's what oh, and uh, what's, the, what's the liquor store? Moon oh, Liquors. yeah, Moon Liquors. Yep, there it is. <laughs> there, what the fuck? Yeah, this baby's being sponsored by your favorite activities. <laughs> Sex, weed, and liquor. Sorry, I'm thirsty as fuck. That's all good. All right, what we got? Some beers over here myself. Oh man, <clears throat> let me clear my throat because <clears throat> I'm about to take a fat ass dab here in a second too. And uh, what we got going on, dog? Well, uh, so there were reports that the Tony Ferguson to be Medov fight at UFC 249 was going to be canceled right. because Khabib was supposedly stuck in Russia. As yeah. Um, apparently those reports were fa- not fabricated, but overhyped, because uh-huh. um, Khabib's saying that he could still leave if Dana tells him where to go, because they still haven't confirmed the actual location that they're going to have 249. He keeps saying 249 is going to happen, but he's not saying where. Where? Yeah. So Khabib came out after all these reports started flooding. He came out, I think, on his tw- Twitter or Instagram, one of the two, saying he's like, "Give me a fight, give me a location, and I'll be there." It's like I'm not backing out of the fight. Um, there were also reports that it was going to be Conor McGregor stepping up to face right. Ferguson, which uh, McGregor's coach came out and said, "No way in hell that ha- <laughs> that happened on such short notice." Um, so yeah, it, I'm not sure exactly what's going on if this shit is still going to happen or what um, but it's still scheduled to go on as is there are no official changes to the UFC website uh, so I don't know what to believe with all these uh, reports coming out yeah cause that's crazy cause when I left work on Friday we were talking about the fight being cancelled uh, with some of me and my some of my co-workers and not even 48 hours later it's like hey <laughs> that shit yeah. was blown out of proportion yeah, and I mean, it's also could be, it could be, could be stubborn. From what I've seen with with uh, some of these promotional shits going like, like with the UFC and all that, mm-hmm. uh, so I can kind of see him. They were they were trying to say that he was like he wasn't answering calls and shit like that, oh, and he wasn't man. checking in with the UFC, but he wasn't checking in because nobody was giving him any information. So it seems more like a miscommunication than anything else. That right. could be just being a, a shithead and going to Russia and getting stuck there for no reason. Yeah, yeah. Why the fuck should I? Yeah, it's like, why am I calling you? There's nothing set. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully that fight will still go on because I've been waiting fucking forever to see this fight. Uh, this will be the fifth time that this fight has been scheduled. Um, so hopefully they can actually get this shit done. Yeah, but this time would be the most legitimate reason to cancel it, though. Jesus sure, Christ. Yeah. Not, not fucking Ferguson tripping over a wire and tearing everything in his kneecap. Fuck. But, uh, yeah, so... We'll Sorry see. for the loud um, noise. Your boy's dabbing. Still highly looking forward to that fight. If it happens. Yeah, for real. Same. 
Um, so, as we discussed previously on some of these episodes, the Dark Side of the Ring documentary yeah. on uh, Vice. Uh, this week they just aired the uh, the new one for about um, Jerome Young, aka New Jack. Uh, he was a wrestler back in the day for. Uh, well, he started off in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and then he eventually went to ECW, where he's mostly known for, uh, where he did all his damage. Uh, but basically, it, well, the, the name of it was uh, The Life and Crimes of New Jack. Um, and it just, it covers his career. So, like, his start in Jim Cornette's Smoky Mountain Wrestling, um, how he used, like, the 90s racial tension and like the Rodney King shit to his advantage to be like the most hated character in the black like the most hated black guy down south right um so it was him D'Lo Brown and Mustafa Saeed they were known as the gangsters oh shit uh so that's how they started off and then his move to ECW (laughs) where it was just a hardcore wrestling promotion so he was set to let his violence run free um I don't know if you remember New Jack he would always come down to the ring with a trash can no I remember that shit vividly coming out to um Dr. Dre's Natural Born Killers like every time I hear that song I think of New Jack yeah New Jack was crazy yeah he's a legit psycho um and it covers kind of why that happened too how about it it covers his childhood where he watched a bunch of well not a bunch but a few crazy domestic situations with his parents uh it covers the mass transit incident where he beat the shit out of a 17 year old kid in the, the wonderland dog track in revere out here in massachusetts oh wow yeah it was a, a kid the 17 year old kid pretended to be 21 so he can get on the ecw card uh, they had a falling a falling out with one of the other wrestlers that was supposed to be in a match with New Jack. They got this kid to fill in. He pissed New Jack off, and New Jack beat the fuck out of this kid. Um, goes into the lawsuits that happened from that. Talks about his coke use. Um, talking about how he cracked his skull diving off of, of a scaffold. All right, all right, we get it. It talks about some cool shit that I need to watch. Yeah, Damn. a lot of shit. He stabbed a guy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Knew about but that. you gotta find out how yeah and um, there's a video of it all too so it's fucking crazy yeah I have that yeah. on I got Life it on the DVR I got it on the DVR I just totally spaced it um cause I've been watching Tiger King honestly that's why oh yeah I watched that shit too that shit was nuts Not, I hadn't finished out yet but yeah, yeah it's crazy it's fucking wild kid wild methods <laughs> um but, but stumbling around on the Vice app because I got the Roku TV mm-hmm. so I, I popped mm-hmm. the Vice app on there to watch all this shit uh, stumbling around the app I found some other cool wrestling documentaries that they have uh, there's a whole nother series of um, little mini documentaries like um, this Dark Side of the Ring it's called The Wrestlers uh, there's one season from what I've seen I forgot how many episodes total mm. I didn't watch the whole thing I, I only I went and checked out a few of them that looked interesting uh, like the first episode was about the next wave of Mexican luchadors and oh, it nice. featured Ray Phoenix who's in AEW right now so right. like this is before he got signed by AEW nice nice uh, they talk about like Conan and Rey Mysterio and shit 
uh, they find some dudes who are wrestling at like a red light and shit. Like it's, <laughs> it goes deep, it goes deep into like the creations of the mask and like the people who, who make the mask for people. That's dope. That's tight. I need to catch that. Yeah, uh, there's another one about uh, like the best new wrestling talent in America, and they featured my boy Darby Allen, yeah. uh, who at the time was wrestling for in a place called Ball Wrestling. I think they were out of Florida. Yeah, Darby's tight. Um, and then the one that's the, remember those videos I, sh- I sent you? Well, that oh, video Jesus I sent you Christ! Yeah. The and shit. Fuck. So this is how I found it. One of the episodes from that wrestler series was called Deathmatch, and it co- it covers uh, combat zone wrestling, which is, it's called CZW, and they specialize. They're like a new ECW. Um, I and watching the there, I seen two documentaries. So there's this one for the wrestlers, which is I think it was just called Deathmatch, and then there was another one. Which was like a, a one-off It's called Inside America's Most Violent Wrestling Deathmatch um, And yeah, so it's just All about CZW And how they, they fucking Are still doing crazy shit They got two major events One's called the Tournament of Death Where it's just um, Like an old school UFC tournament style Of just crazy ass deathmatches like in round one, you could be in the um, light to bubble um, bundle match. In round two, you could be in a, a glass table match. Like it's what the fuck? Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Um, so yeah, after watching those two and seeing, oh, and the other event was um, the Cage of Death. It's like their it's like their WrestleMania. And that shit is ridiculous. They try to one up each other every year. Uh, one of the ones that I watched that involved New Jack, they had two rings, right? There's a platform hanging above the rings, uh, above both rings. So you have to walk from the stage across the platform into the far ring. And then once you once you're in the ring, the way to win or to like there's six people, so each member of the team is supposed to do it. You're supposed to get out of the ring and walk back to the stage. But on the way back to the stage, there's you you walk over another ring that's filled with a million thumbtacks. Yeah, it's fucking brutal, and you get eliminated if your feet touch the floor. So people could get tossed off the scaffold to the outside through tables. Falling into the fucking million thumbtacks. Damn. Uh, yeah, it's fucking insane. Uh, so I would highly recommend checking out those documentaries if you have the stomach for it. Yeah. And then the- if you're a psychopath like me, check out those matches because they're fucking insane. Yeah, huge disclaimer before and after that shit because, yeah, not, oh, every- yeah. not everybody can handle that shit. Yeah, I mean- bloody as fuck, violent as fuck. Yeah, I honestly, I could only watch like 45 seconds because I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I put it in the chat too. I was like, yo, I was not ready. I was at work and I was like, oh shit. Oh, oh. Yeah, it just keeps escalating. (laughs) I was like, man. Yeah. You got to get in the right mind frame for that shit. I'm not a teenager anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That shit was wild. It's pretty nuts. (laughs) But um, that CZW, um, that's where John Moxley came from. I seen uh, in some of the footage. Oh, I seen the young M. Well, he's he's still pretty damn young, but I seen MJF. Um, who else did I see in there? Chris Statlander was in one of them. 
Okay. But uh, yeah. So yeah, if you have the stomach for some violent shit, you like old school hardcore wrestling death matches, check those shit out. Yeah, old school relative to our age. Thank you. Yeah, my our old school. <laughs> yeah, the super old school can't handle that shit. Nah, bro. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart? Hell, this ain't these niggas. Nope. I want to see somebody get tased and thrown off a scaffold through six tables. Oh, it's nothing like it, though. Yo, in one of those matches, New Jack came out with the fucking ninja weapon. You know the fucking knives that come out on like big ass chains? Yeah. Like that shit from Ninja Assassin? He oh, came up wow. to like one of those death matches with that shit around his neck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And he fucking stabbed somebody in the forehead with it. Jesus Christ. Alright, yeah, let's stop uh, Brutal. This is a family uh, show, god damn it, motherfucker. No, sir. Alright, alright. So I'm we'll just go kidding. Some more family wrestling. I'm just kidding. I cursed like a goddamn sailor. But fuck, yeah. Alright. Man. Uh, so before we get into Dynamite, uh, AEW announced they're they're having a new championship. Uh, so we have the TNT championship. It's like their their TV championship belt. Uh, the way they're gonna decide the first champ is an eight man tournament starting uh, well this coming week. Um, I don't remember who's fighting first, uh, but I believe it's bracket one, which would make sense. Uh, it is bracket Sean one. Sean Spears and Cody Rhodes and, and Sammy Guevara yep. versus Darby Allen. You got it. Bracket one. In bracket two, we have Kip Sabian versus Dustin Rhodes, and then Lance Archer versus Cole Cabana. Um. Uh, the way it's set, I see this going down to Cody and Lance Archer, and that's how their rivalry match happens. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue with that. There's a lot of angles. I think that's why it's a good tournament, because realistically, you can see there's eight guys. You can see six of them coming out with that belt. Yeah. Um, so I think that's I, I'm not going to disagree with what you said. Uh, yeah, the way the way I see it, Lance Archer is going to be Cole Cabana. Dustin's gonna beat Kip Sabian. Lance is gonna destroy Dustin Rhodes, and then Cody's gonna avenge him in the finals. Or get destroyed in the finals, one of the two. Yeah. Yeah. Early predictions. Hot take. Hot take. Um, some other news. Um, apparently, WWE is not willing to work with DDP anymore because he's helped out AEW. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> um, yeah, Diamond Dallas Page said there would be no DDP without Dusty Rhodes, uh, so that's why he helps out Cody and Dustin whenever he can. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, he let them use their facility for something. Um, I don't believe it was for these tapings because uh, this week's Dynamite, uh, from what I read, it was taped at QT Marshall's Performance Factory in Georgia. What the fuck? They moved, yeah, because they had the shelter in, in place. A f- uh, thing happened in Florida. Oh. So they they took up shop and went to Georgia. And apparently they were, they were this week's Dynamite was recorded in uh, QT Marshall's spot. That's why I don't know if you realized the, the stage setup and all that was different. No, I realized all that. It looked, there was like fake grass so i thought it was a like a mini golf course like indoor golf course thing but yeah, yeah. so it was it was probably like the the turf tracks and shit that they have but it's yeah definitely QT marshall is one of the like the wrestling coaches and trainers right right so that's his like um that's like his performance center that the wwe's equivalent 
Yeah, you train the rest of the not on that multi-billion dollar level, but it seemed like he had a nice facility. Yeah, absolutely. Because they did mention that. I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit. They mentioned that during that match. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, that was that. Then we'll jump into Dynamite. Uh, first match starting up was Kenny Omega taking on Trent of the Best Friends. Yeah. Um, good match. Yeah, good match. Really good. Uh, I, I seen a lot of shit online that it didn't make a lot of sense for these two to be, have such a heated match. Did you see take that away from anything? Like, that they were going hard? No. Yeah, I seen it as a regular match and I was reading it. <laughs> Wrestling nerds were like, oh, uh, it takes more than just... Um, Cody saying that they have history in, in Japan to to get this match over. I'm like, fucking talking about this is a good match. Yeah, and that's just that's always going to be a problem because you have the purists who think they know what's best for everybody. Those yeah. are two great wrestlers that put on a great match. That's all it was. It doesn't need to be any more than that. Yeah, yeah, it was an entertaining match. It and he's great, you know, great wrestlers. They're part. He's part of the best friends. Well, Trent, and you know, they're all part of the elite. You know, so like it, it all makes sense that there's a little bit of beef in there, you know. But Jesus yeah. Christ, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, um, one little slip up. Uh, Trent was trying to go for a, a, su- a suplex off the top rope to Kenny Omega, and he kind of slipped up. Oh, yeah, and Kenny Omega looked like he took a bad spill in like the back of his head. Oh, but he seemed all right. He ended up recovering, he hit a V trigger, and then the one winged, one winged angel for the win. Um, I think they only had like a minute left in their 20 minute limit yeah it was like a minute left yeah yeah so yeah hell of a match it was it was good it was a good match good wrestling good wrestling for sure Kenny Omega never disappoints never he's also featured in some of those Vice documentaries yeah he's a beast yo fucking Canadians though um, so after that, we had a highlight video package of um, Jericho and Hardy's face-to-face. After that, we had Hikaru Shida yeah. taking on uh, already in the ring Anna Jay. Oh, yeah. Anna Jay, she had a fat butt. Yeah. <laughs> she definitely did. Um, and going against the, the already in the ring... Um, Stigma. Oh yeah. Getting your ass whipped. She actually put on a hell of a hell of a match. She did. I was surprised they gave her that. That much. Um, I wonder if this was a tryout. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they both look great in that match. Ashida hit the Falcon Arrow for the win, and that was that. No real big. I didn't see too many big spots in that match other than some great wrestling. Yeah, it was alright. I I felt like uh, that Anna J girl, she fucked up a few times during that match. Well, for somebody who started off, I'm I'm looking at it as somebody who started off in the ring that I'm expecting to just be destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously, I'm 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 giving her some leniency for some fuck ups. Yeah. When you don't have entrance music, you're kind you're kind of starting off on the wrong foot. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And she also looked like a 
a waitress at a strip club. She did, and that's why I think her fucking costume. That's nothing against hers. No, what her costume made it look like. The little fucking bow tie neck choker. Yeah, yeah, the booty shorts. Yeah, it was sexy. It was very sexy. Uh, But yeah, I like I like uh, Hikaru Shida. She's very very great wrestler. Yeah, like Japanese wrestler. You like my broken English? She's very good, very very good wrestler. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, what was the match after that, or what happened after that? Was that the uh, Brody thingy? Brody? No, no, not yet. No, okay. Uh, after the Sheeta, after Sheeta defeated Jay, uh, they had the um, John Moxley Jake Hager hype video. Oh yeah. Uh, so I don't know if you remember last week. I speculated that they were setting up. Uh, a title match and guess what they you fucking got a title match. Uh, because it was announced that they're taking on they're having a um, uh, empty arena no bullshit uh, no holes barred match uh, for the AEW championship in two weeks so not this week the following week uh, so I'm not sure if they're gonna do that in a separate place from where they taped Dynamite or if it's like the same spot I'm not sure but they specified empty arena no holds barred match yeah it's gonna be tight yeah it's gonna be good it's gonna be a good match uh, after that was Marco Stunt getting demolished by Lance Archer. Fucking D. Marco Stunt is a real nigga for taking that ass whooping like that, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. for real, and dog. he sold all of it, too. On dogs, bro. I was like, wow. Yeah. That was great. Beast for that. that was great. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, before the match started, um, they had a video of Jake the Snake doing his thing, hyping up Archer. Um, Archer came out as he's coming to the ring he fucking knocks out some random dude at ringside <laughs> oh, yeah. and then gets in the ring and then continues to beat the shit out of Marco Stunt uh, the whole time Cole Cabana was the guest announcer um, the whole time he's talking about how he's he's gonna he's swearing to beat um, Lance Archer in the first round of the TNT Championship Tournament so it was just basically just letting Cole Cabana run his shit like saying how he's the like the savior and he's gonna do all this shit to stop Lance Archer but I don't see it happening Mm-mm. no it'll be a great I mean, match yeah. but he's not gonna win yeah oh and um, after after Archer got the win obviously he got the win um he came back into the ring and he fucking chokeslammed Marco Stunt from in the ring and tossed him into like the the AEW wrestlers that were sitting up outside the the yeah. ring. Cause I think there was what like three or four guys on each side of the stage. Yeah. Outside of the ring. Awesome. Uh, I, I think it was the Gun Club and like two other people that he. It was uh, best friends, to. minus Trent. I was Orange Cassidy and fucking the other oh, okay. dude. Yeah, I couldn't remember who else was there, but I, I know it was the Gun Club. Um, but yeah, so that was that. Um, oh well, that that was a dominant showing for Archer, just showcasing his yeah beast moves. No, that was a great showcase. It really was. Like that shit was perfectly executed. They picked the right people. It, it yeah. was it was great. It was great. And yeah, when I seen this coming down to the ring, I was like, "Come on, are you serious?" But yeah, Marco, he definitely sold the shit out of this match. Yeah, made Archer look like a monster. Yeah, kid's amazing. 
Uh, after that, this is where we had the Brody Lee um, Exalted One video. Yeah, um, okay. This one was Sam being a dickhead. Um, he's still treating the Dark Order like shit, like he's supposed to do as the Exalted One. Uh, yelled at one guy for yawning, saying that it showed weakness. Um, so yeah, it's just... Not, I don't remember anything too much coming out of what he was saying other than you know, just running his mouth about people start, uh, joining the Dark Order. Um, he's doing, uh, I guess it's a Vince McMahon uh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's definitely taking shots at Vince. Um, so having that... Sorry. Well, I was going to say, just having that spin on it for people who don't watch it. It's basically just Vince McMahon's an asshole and he treats everybody like shit. Yeah. Those are what those promos are basically coming across as. For the people who don't watch the wrestling. They should be watching the wrestling. For real. Um, after that, had another video package. Uh, this one was of Jericho. Uh, I'm assuming at his house or some rented house. Um, but he's outside in the jacuzzi talking shit about the elite. Um, that's when Vanguard One, uh, Matt Hardy's drone shows up. Jericho gets out of the out of the jacuzzi and he's wearing fucking jeans. Yeah, that shit was so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, that shit I, was so funny. I was, I was drinking a beer. I was spitting <laughs> that shit all over my apartment. Dog. That shit was so fucking funny. <laughs> Oh my god, that shit hit us so hard It was so good <laughs> uh, So yeah, he continues To try to recruit The drone to the inner circle um, And he even gave the, the drone A t-shirt uh, But the drone flew away And then Jericho tried to stick his, his dog pack On the drone Yeah, that shit was full um, of great gags It was good, it was good. Yeah the fucking pants in the jacuzzi was the best. Oh, yeah. yeah no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, after that was another video package. Uh, this was of the Young Bucks. Uh, so it's basically reflecting on Nick Jackson getting fucked up by the inner circle with the fucking garage door, uh, getting rushed to the hospital, and then they just showed him and his brother, um, Matt, getting Brett, like, training, trying to get him back into shape. Um, at the end of it, they asked if uh, his brother asked him if he was like ready to go, and he said he's feeling better, but he's not. He's not ready to go back into active wrestling yet. Um, so we'll see that. I'm not sure if they're. I'm not sure if they're trying to set up something for like a uh, surprise replacement for blood and guts. Um, or if this is just something to kill time while this whole coronavirus pandemic thing is going down and the blood and guts is postponed. I don't know, but we will see. That we will. After that, we had the Natural Nightmares, uh, which is Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall taking on the Dark Order. Uh, which is nobody of importance in the Dark Order. It was members eight and nine, yeah. so just two random mass dudes. I thought that was tight. Um, and this was just a showcase for the Natural Nightmares. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dustin and QT did their thing. Uh, they hit. I don't remember which member of the Dark Order it was. Whoever, who cares? Right. Um, but they hit him with a. Weird 
flapjack into a cutter combo for the for the win. Uh, so that was that match. Um, technical as fuck. No, what'd you say? I said they're technical as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, one's a trainer. So, you know, he's technical because he's showing people the technique every fucking day. And then Dustin Rhodes been in there for a million years. Right. So they know what they're fucking doing. <laughs> uh, after that, the main event of the night was Sean Spears, that guy who's looking for a partner, uh, and Samuel Guevara of the Inner Circle. Seemed like an odd pairing. Um, taking on Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen. Yeah. So Fucking great this, match. Yeah, fantastic match. Uh, at one point during the match, uh, last week's Dynamite, they were gambling on the matches happening inside the ring. This week, during the match, Sean Spears and Sabre Guevara were gambling mid-match on who could hold Darby Allen up the longest in the suplex. <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> um, uh, another point in the match, Darby Allen shimmies his way up a fucking support pole of the, of the venue they were in and does the coffin drop off of that shit. Did you hear, though? He's like, hey, assholes! And then they look yeah. up and then he <laughs> fucking jumps off the top. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, man. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was fun. Uh, it was a good match, man. It was fun. It was a good match. Um, at the end of the match, uh, Cody is about to get a chair shot from Sean Spears, but uh, Darby Allen jumps into the ring and pulls a chair out of Sean Spears' hand. And while he's like staring Sean Spears down, Samir Guevara try to grab the chair out of his hand from the outside of the ring. So when Darby gets distracted by that shit. Um, Sean Spears rolls up Darby Allen, who was the legal man, and steals the win. Um, obviously, Darby Allen was pissed because he made the mistake, gave up the win. So Cody like came over trying to put his hand on the shoulder, like it's all right, dude. We got the next one or whatever. We call that consoling. Um, and then Darby Allen was all pissed off and hit Cody. So I don't know if that's setting up something for maybe they'll meet in this tournament. Maybe it has to be some kind of match down the line, but we'll see what boils out of that shit. Get the motherfucking payoff, baby. Yeah. Fucking Darby Allen is the truth. Nah, he is, man. He is. He's so fucking good. Dude, one of those documentaries, he gets hit with a shovel and splits his his elbow open, and he tells the ref not to end the match because the fans deserve an ending <laughs> he's a fucking beast uh, help me out <laughs> like literally they said you can see that like down to the bone uh, was, just through the whole match he was just holding his elbow fuck fucking madman straight edge madman yeah yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was Dynamite. Um, oh, uh, apparently they're set for the next few weeks too. Yeah. Um, because they did some tapings in Georgia to cover them if Georgia has a, a shelter in place thing. Uh, so I'm not sure if this week is going to be live and then they'll tape whatever they have after that or if everything from now on is going to be taped. Uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens on Wednesday. 
Yeah, um, yeah. From from what I understand, and from uh, uh, it's yeah, they, they've already have like several months, several weeks worth of shit taped out. Yeah. Um, same yeah, thing with the. To, I think they, I think they're all set to go until their next scheduled pay per view, which is sometime in May. I think they have enough shit to cover them until then, yeah. if needed. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So I don't know if it's something that they taped and then they're gonna try to do live and then rely on the tape if they can't do it live or if it's just like all other shit. But yeah, we'll see what happens on Wednesday. We'll see, baby. Uh, so we still got some NASCAR going on. Oh, NASCAR. Um, still got the E NASCAR I Racing Pro Invitational Series. Uh, this week was coming from a virtual Bristol Motor Speedway, which is one of my favorite tracks. Um, if you look up pictures, this shit is basically uh, oval, an oval track inside of a fucking football stadium. So it's it's tight. Like the, the cars are always bumping and, and hitting each other into the wall. It's just it's crazy racing, and even virtually. It was the same shit. A lot of bumping, a lot of rubbing, a lot of people getting spun out, put into the wall. Um, so it's, it's great racing either way, whether it's real or electronic. Um, but, but this race was uh, won by William Byron in the number 24. Um, in second place, we had the number 38 of John Nemechek. Third place, we had last week's winner, uh, Timmy Hill in the number 66. Um, in fourth place, we had the number 11 of Danny Hamlin. And in fifth place, we had the number 21 of Matthew B. Benedetto. Matthew B. Benedetto. Benedetto. <laughs> Completely fucked that up, but yeah. Oh, this is crazy. The infield is bananas. Are you looking at Bristol? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, nigga, it's always an oval, so whatever, you know. But yeah, that's just, that's, that's tight as fuck. <laughs> this is usually, Bristol's usually their like Saturday night race. You know, every once in a while they have a few of those Saturday night races on uh, the lights. Yeah, that this, makes perfect sense. This is sense. one of those tracks that is, has access to lights. And it, I mean, just the setting alone, I mean, it's, I love it. I love Bristol. That track is awesome. It makes great wrestling. Great, great wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> cars with arms and shit. It's crazy. That would be great. Magic no. Cars wrestling. <laughs> no, it is. A, it's a, oh, yeah, we call that Monster Jam. Monster Jam. <laughs> it looks like if there's ever a video game track come to life, that's what it looks like. Yeah. It's just like. Yeah. There's a lot of motherfuckers in there. That's crazy. Yeah, and it's it's just a regular speedway. It's not one of these super long, super speedways. So it's a shorter track. So it's more laps, tighter packs. Yeah, a lot of a lot of carnage. It's a lot of fun to watch. He said a lot of carnage. <laughs> oh, no, see what I did there. I didn't even mean to do it. I did. I did. My guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Everybody, Rest stay home. He's, that's it. Stay home. Listen to the show. We got like stay home. Wash your ass. Wash your hands. Yeah, there's like 200 and some episodes. In that order. Yeah, not all of them feature scheme. Half of them feature scheme. So that's like over 100 episodes that you can listen to this nigga. And if not, if you're a Tiger King fan, I hear new episodes are coming. Really? Yeah. 
I heard, I think one may be done and another's being filmed or or it's being filmed right now, but new episodes are coming. Yeah, we got two episodes left on that shit. Man, Tiger King's game. Where can they follow Tiger you? King, free Jones on it. Follow me at Game Forty Four. I can't endorse that because I haven't finished watching it. Appreciate you, my nigga. With no, I shouldn't endorse it either. I just think it's funny. <laughs> yo, that shit is. I'm sitting there watching this shit, and laughing my ass off. Like, yo, this is fucking insane, dog. Like we grew up with some crazy motherfuckers, bro. But this is on a whole nother level. Like on a whole nother level. Like man, yeah. I, I don't. All right. I can't remember what episode it is. But I was on this the the, the girl with the arm. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's the second oh, episode. That that's the second episode. All right, bro. Or the first episode. Either way. How quick did he change into the ENT jacket? Instantly. Yo. I, honestly, I didn't. Uh, I didn't even see him. You didn't realize he was in the EMT jacket. No, I didn't. I didn't see him change into it. Oh yeah, no, no, he was just in the EMT jacket. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I was just what like, the what fuck? the fuck, nigga? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, that shit was fantastic. Cool. We'll hear from you next week. Of course. All right. Peace, my nigga. All right, brother. Peace. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Skamin. My nigga, appreciate it. <laughs> I, that was the best coverage of a virtual race I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it was his favorite track, so, you know, he's got to put a little extra oomph into it because he loves the Bristol Motor Speedway. Bristol, I did say it right. Yeah, yeah. Woohoo! This is hours in the brain. Okay. Uh, speaking of hours. The uh, <laughs> the Olympics got postponed by like thousands of hours. Great <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of hours. I don't fucking know how many. By, uh, hours. by a year's worth of hours. <laughs> yeah, how many ever hours? There's that one song you guys know, and if you don't know, Google the song about hours in a year. Um, but yeah, that shit got postponed. So the 2020 Summer Olympics will begin on Friday, July 23rd, 2021 in Japan. I don't know how I feel about this, bro. I want 2020. Um, yeah, but I mean, Get at least they're trying to like do it next year. I'll take it next year if everything's good. Yeah, no shit. I was kidding. Um, I think it's going to be a better product. <laughs> Because realistically, the athletes, they now have a finite date so they can train even yeah. more um, because you train up until you, you train, you train and you train and then you start to ease up on the shit because you don't want to injure yourself before you go into the competitions and shit. That's just how it is. Uh, but now they have a whole year to add on top of what they were expecting to do. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm with it. Um, but it's so it's less than uh, we thought. It's only eight thousand seven hundred sixty hours in a year. It is thousands of hours. God damn it! <laughs> damn it! But yeah, uh, less than ten thousand hours. Less than ten thousand <laughs> hours away, we'll have the Olympics. Um, so yeah, that's but, the cool side. But real quick, the flip side is then you only have three years to train for the next one. You know, that's 
theoretically, yes. Also, like, you use, you've theoretically used a lot of your money, like, training already. So, like, getting an extra year of money is going to be tough for some, you know, some of the lower Ooh, sports. That's true. That's true. That's true. Shit. So, if you have an obscure sport that you support, you should find their uh, webpage or whatever and donate. Curling is safe. If you're really into USA archery. <laughs> Which is a thing. It's a thing. Get Akita out there. Davis re- has repeatedly tried to get on the team, but she's not good enough. Who? Gina Davis. She was in a league of our own. Gina, I, that's what I thought you said. I fucking love Gina Davis. Oh, my God. I don't even care how old she is right now. I will. Oh. <laughs> Bro, like that's you stand for her. That is my oh those teeth. Woo, yo, listen, listen, Gina Davis, that's my girl. Okay, so put her on the motherfucking <laughs> well, she's, archery she's team. She's an archer. She's tried multiple. She gets like pretty far, but she never quite makes the Olympic team. Man, that's crazy. Good for her. Good for her. I loved her because of Beetlejuice. And all those other movies that she was in in the 80s and early 90s. And, yeah. Love Gina Davis. Love it. (laughs) Well. (laughs) What I don't love is saying goodbye to you guys. We don't love that, saying goodbye. But uh, we have to because uh, we got work. I got work in the morning. Gina Davis is coming by. (laughs) Gina Davis is swinging by. And I already told Jess... Like, listen, Gina Davis, I'm out. I'm leaving. Everything that I know, I'm gone. You just might as well consider me dead. No, sir. Just she kidding. is like seven feet tall. See, that's crazy. I didn't even know she was that tall. So that's that's I don't think she's really that tall. I think she's like probably like maybe like six foot or something like that. Six five. So you're telling me she's an Amazonian. Death by <laughs> snoo snoo, baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yes. I mean, I'm sure somebody's going to be like, uh, she is like uh, 5'10. <laughs> <laughs> she is it. a normal sized human being. <laughs> this is an entertainment show. So we're entertaining and uh, be entertained on the internet by following us on the internet, on the internet, through the internet, at TMS Report hey, on the internet. That's where we're at. I'm at Julian he's on the internet, and I'm at the Beatnik on the internet. And uh, we'll see you guys. Uh, we won't see you. We'll hear. You'll hear us next week. That's what I was trying to say. On the internet. Peace. Later, guys. Yeah, yeah, yo, 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 yeah, yeah, yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 yo Hey yo, the heat from the nuts is traditional You taking cheap shots and subliminal I'm dissing you straight up Wrinkle your face up Acting like you can't feel me, yo This is payback Smash your single and your video Put the tech to your neck and force the story out of ya Snuff your producer and drop Kick your choreographer Honey scream what? And they see me jumping out the money green truck Into the club so we can tear it up Like the 3-6 sipping on some scissor And mozzarella sticks for dessert I make beats like presto Platinum head like Destro Busting shots at your projecto like Yo, 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 y
Yo, 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 yo. They make it hot shit. You can't fuck with. It's the Greg Knight shit with the beat nut shit. You can't front shit. It's the shake your butt shit. Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? Shit. Twenty mil episode like Seinfeld. She tried to act like a shit don't smell. Can't win for losing. Niggas be jail. Coming through with my click on my coattail. Up a little weight so I'm not frail. Sitting back popping shit on my next tail. Sun going down now. Time to spark an L. Doing for the kids like Keenan and Kel. Big psych passion man the visine. Eyes bloodshot from puffing that green. Stay amped up without the caffeine. It's just me myself and Irene. Brush your brush your breath with dentine. Rock my blue jeans like Bruce Springsteen. Bitches on my dick that's just a small thing. Oh, the heat is on, baby, baby. You can't fuck with it's the Greg Knight shit with the beat nut shit. You can't front shit, it's the shake your butt shit. Say what, say what, say what, say what, say what shit. Junkyard, bodyguard, never guard, party hard. Niggas wanna see me in the club, got the rowdy squad. Corona niggas don't play, at least my niggas. Gun towing maniacs with the rotten livers. Holding it down, blowing it down. That's my word everywhere we go, know it's a crown. Put the boogie in your ass for free, your girl sticking out her ass for me. I'm big Jew, it's how it has to be. Yeah, yeah. Yo 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 Shake your butt shit, say what, say what, say what, say what, say what. Yes, 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 it's your man, G Y, G Y.